name's Derek Walker. I'm the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church. And today I want to share with you one of the most important messages because it's all about how the kingdom of God works in our lives today. And Jesus taught us the major keys for the kingdom of God and its operation in the parable of the sower. And Jesus said, if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand any of the other parables of the kingdom. It's the master parable that describes the basic operation of God. And it's all about how we can bear fruit, how we can have the visible uh, answers to our prayers, the, the, the visible fruit. How does God and his kingdom come to past, come to manifestation in our lives? That's what this parable is all about. And it gives the major keys for that and the reasons why things do not come to pass as they ought to. I want you to, to listen carefully today because this is such an important message. This gives you the key, really, the central key to how God is working in your life. Well, let's read the parable. It's in uh, Mark chapter 4. It's also in Matthew chapter 13. But I'm going to read from Luke chapter 8, starting at verse 4. It says that when a great multitude had gathered and they had come to him from every city, he spoke by a parable. A sower went forth to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And, and many people think, and, and you might be thinking right now, I, I, I understand the power of the sower. Nobody needs to tell me anything more about that. It's very straightforward. But if you will uh, just stay listening, you might discover that actually you don't realize what the main message of the parable really is. Uh, I find that most people don't know actually what this parable is about. Most think it's just about, well, there's four different kinds of responses to the gospel. Uh, but Jesus actually made his main point in his conclusion. Now, having said this, he now makes the conclusion. So all of this actually is not the main issue. This was to illustrate the main issue. The main issue is coming up right now. It says, when he had said these things, he cried, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Young's literal translation tells us more closely what he's saying here. These things saying, he was calling, he having ears to hear, let him hear. In other words, as Jesus was telling this parable, he was continually calling out as the verse, as the chorus. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. He was punctuating the parable with this because this is the main message. He who has ears, let him hear. This is not a throwaway comment by, like preachers give today. Are you listening now? You know? Can I have an amen? No. This is the summary and the main point of Jesus' message. He who has ears, let him hear. You say, what kind of message is that? Well, it's in the present tense, which means... Literally, it's, he who has ears to hear, let him hear and hear and continue to hear. Let him continually be listening. Well, hearing what? Well, 
What is the parable all about? That's easy to answer. Jesus told us when he interpreted the parable. Now we go to verse 11 for this because that's where Jesus said, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. What's Jesus saying? He who has ears to hear. To hear what? The word. The word of God. He who has ears to hear the word, let him hear the word. And this is the thrust of the parable. This is what it's all about. Jesus is saying that the kingdom of God now comes through the word of God. People look to all kinds of things, you know, for God's to work. And God works in many different ways, absolutely. But God works ultimately. And when you dig down to the root of it all, God work, works through his word. And that's what the parable of the sower is all about, isn't it? It's saying, look, how do I get fruit in my life? Well, you've, your heart is, is like a garden, it's the soil. And the power of the kingdom of God is, is like a seed. And you've got to receive that seed into your heart. And that seed then goes to work. And if your heart's in the right condition, that seed will grow and it will produce the fruit. The healing you need, the blessing you need, the wisdom you need, all of these things are part of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. But it all comes through seed form. God gets it to you through his seed. What's the seed? It's the word. The sower sows the word. How does the kingdom of God work? How can you bear fruit? How can you have visible manifestation of God's kingdom in your life? The only way is for that seed to get into your heart, to work in your heart, and to produce fruit in your life. How can you have liberty? Jesus said, continue in my word, and you will know the truth of my word, and the truth will set you free. You've got to receive the word. That's what Jesus is saying. The kingdom comes through the word. The power's in the word. The life is in the word. The love is in the word. Receive the word and let it, the word do its work in you and the word will produce the fruit, the visible results that you're looking for. Therefore, he's saying, he that hath ears to hear the word, let him hear the word and continually hear the word. That's what Jesus is teaching in this parable. Many Christians try and take shortcuts they follow after other things. They think they can live the Christian life without putting the word of God first. But the kingdom comes through the word. And if you don't understand the parable of the sower, you don't understand that all of God's operation is through his word. That's why it's good you're listening right now, because you're getting the word of God. Receive it into your heart and let it do its work in you. Praise God. This is a key revelation for your Christian life. Once you get that revelation, once I got that revelation, I was, became a man of the word because I knew my answers were in the word. And if I can get this word into my heart, that word will produce the fruit in my life. Not my own strength, not my own ability, but the word of God working mightily in me. Hallelujah. It will do its work. Praise God. And so it's as you continually hear the word and believe the word that the word will produce the fruit in your life. Hallelujah. That's what the parable of the sower is saying. Yes, there are many different kinds of soils described because there are different kinds of soils, different results in different people. 
But really, it should be called the parable of the seed because it's all about the seed. It's the seed, Jesus is saying. The power's in the seed. And, but you need to, to do the work necessary to make sure that that seed is welcome in your heart and able to produce the fruit. Really, the parable of the sower is about good gardening. You see, it's the seed will produce the fruit. If you do the gardening, it's not hard. The seed will do the work. But you have to do certain things in your gardening to make sure that seed is able to do it. So, how to receive results from God? How does the kingdom of God come? It's through the word. Now, let's emphasize this a bit more. If we go to Mark 4, Jesus, you see, what he does is he gives the parable and then he gives the conclusion. He says, he that has ears, let him hear. And then he interprets the parable, explaining it, and we'll look at that in a minute. And then he interprets and he explains what he means by his conclusion, which is, he who has ears, let him hear. And Mark 4 gives us Jesus' full explanation of this, of how it's important to hear the word. Let's look at that. This is wonderful. Mark chapter 4, verse 21. And this is all on the same theme. Also he said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor is anything being kept secret that it should not come to light. What's he saying here? He's saying that just as a seed, when you put that in the ground, that is not going to stay hidden. But the power and the life is in the seed to bring forth a manifestation. Be encouraged, in other words. The word of God, if you put it in your heart, is not going to stay hidden. It will produce results in your life. Put the word of healing in your heart, it will produce health. Put the word of God in your heart, it will produce the fruit. He says it's just like the light, it's like a shining light. It, does God plan for that to stay hidden under a basket? No. He says whatever's hidden will be revealed. Yes, when you hide the word in your heart, it will be revealed, Jesus says, because that's the way God built the seed. Hallelujah. And then he said in Mark uh, 4.26 that the kingdom of God is like a man scattering seed on the ground. And he sleeps by night and, and rises by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He does not know how. For the earth yields fruit crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens immediately, he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. What's he saying here? He's saying the natural process of things means that the, the word, the seed, will produce results. You don't have to worry about whether this will work or not. It will work. Just when you plant a seed in the ground, it will. That's the way it's designed. That's the natural process. You don't know how it does it, but it does it. So have confidence in God's word. It will do it. But then Jesus' parable of the sower explains there are things that can come in if you do wrong, do things wrong, that will stop the seed produce the fruit. And that's where we need to learn. But normally, the results will come. Well, that's what Jesus then, in Mark 4, 23, again, he's explaining, and he says, this is the conclusion. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. This is the key. How can I have fruit in my life? Keep hearing the word. Keep hearing the word, because the power's in the word. <clears throat> and then he said to them, take heed what you hear. Yes, because whatever you hear, 
whatever you give your attention to, will go into your heart and produce results. If you listen to Satan's word, that will produce results. What, what you hear, be careful what you hear, be careful what you receive into your heart, because that will grow up inside you and produce good results or bad results. And then he also said, um, in Luke chapter 8, 18, he says, Take heed therefore how you hear. Yes, take, make sure you're listening to the word, but also you need to be careful how you listen to the word, how much attention you give to the word. See, if you're someone who just gives a little bit of attention here or there, you'll just get a little bit of fruit. But if you give the word full attention and you put the word first in your life, you will receive major fruit. Praise God. That's what he's saying. I want you to see this. Some of my favorite verses here. Mark 4.24, he says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he says, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you, and to you who hear... More will be given. Isn't that interesting? What's he saying? This seems a difficult saying of Jesus. In verse 25 he says, Whoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what he has, will be taken away from him. That doesn't sound very right, does it? Well, what is Jesus talking about? He's talking about having ears to hear. Let me read it back to you as, it, as Jesus meant it. Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use. What measure? The measure of hearing the word of God. With the measure of attention you give to the word of God, it will be measured to you. What? The fruit, the results. The, the measure of attention you give to the word will be the measure of fruit that will be measured back to you. And to you who hear the word, more fruit will be given. And whoever has, has what? Hearing ears. Whoever has ears to hear the word, to him, more fruit will be given. But whoever does not have hearing ears, even what he has will be taken away from him. Not by God, mind you, but by Satan. He will have, if you ignore the word of God in your life, Satan will be able to come in and steal even what God is working in your life. Therefore, he who has ears to hear, praise God. As Matthew thirteen twelve says, whoever has ears to hear the word shall more be given in abundance, but whoever does not have ears to hear, even what he has will be taken from him. You see, it's all about hearing the word. It's all about putting the word of God first. That's the message of the parable. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, let's have a look at the parable because it shows the four stages of growth of a plant. The first stage is that the seed, for the seed to produce fruit in your life, it must be planted. And you see, the first type of soil doesn't even reach stage one because the seed falls on hard ground and this is, was a path that had been trodden on by, by people and so it was hard, the seed lands on the path and as a result the seed doesn't even go under the surface and it says that this man does not even understand the word that's the problem. He explains it in Luke 8, 12. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. The devil comes and takes away the word out their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. And another place it says they don't understand it. What's going on here is, this is a person, and their heart has been trodden on by the world. You see the unbelief of the world. And then when they hear the word of God, this is all new to them, they don't understand it. 
And it's easy for Satan just to take that away. The seed has not been planted in their heart, so how can it produce fruit? They don't even understand it. What's the answer? Maybe that's you. And you're saying, I, I don't understand all this Christian stuff. The answer for you is, keep hearing the word. Keep hearing the word. Keep applying your attention to it, and you'll begin to understand it. And when Jesus says, keep hearing the word, he's also talking about what a gardener does. Because the word isn't just the seed, but the word is the water that waters the seed. And the gardener keeps on watering the seed so that the seed can grow up. And that's what Jesus is saying. Keep on watering that seed. And as you keep hearing the word, your ground gets broken up. Your ground gets better. And eventually, the seed goes under the earth and the seed is planted. And that's the first stage. You've got to keep hearing the word until you understand it. And, and, you know, that's the moment where you say, yeah, I get it. That's the revelation of it. I understand what God is saying. And now that seed is planted in your heart. But, you know, that's not enough. That's not enough. Because Jesus then described the next kind of soil. And this is somebody, yes, the seed is planted, but the soil is, is thin. It's rocky soil. And what happens, Jesus says, is it goes into that soil, puts a few little roots out, and springs up quickly. And it seems like everything's fine. But then when the heat comes down on it, of the sun, what happens is the plant just shrivels up. It can't stand the heat of the sun. And Jesus is saying, if you're going to bear fruit, the next thing you've got to do, it's not just enough that you've got the heart word in your heart, that you've got a revelation of it, but you've got to put down a strong root system. That word's got to be established in your heart. It's got to be so strong in your heart that nothing can move. No heat, no afflictions, no persecutions, no bad things that can happen is going to stop you believing that word. See, the problem with the, the shallow soil is the, the seed went in there, but because it was shallow soil, it didn't put out many roots. Everything seemed fine until the heat comes down. And it, the, the roots can't draw enough, enough water to strengthen the plant. And as a result, it dies. And so here's a Christian. They receive the word with joy. They've got the revelation of it. But then pressure comes on and they, their faith melts away. What's happened here? They don't have a root system. That word isn't established in their heart. You see, a seed that has a strong root system thrives when the sun comes down because they can pull up all the water and the strength that it needs because it's got a root system. And what Jesus says, if that's you, if you're shallow soil, you're, everything's fine, but as soon as something bad happens, you quit. What does Jesus say? He that has ears to hear, keep hearing the word. Keep hearing the word. Keep hearing the word. And as you receive the water of the word, so your soil will become rich, deep soil. And you, your, the word in you will put down roots. And you'll reach the point where nothing will move you. You have a strong root system. You've decided. You believe the word. Nothing's going to move you from it. And that's the next stage. You need a, a strong root system. And you might think that's enough. But it's not enough, because Jesus then described the next thing that can happen. You see, it says that the next type of seed, it goes down, it puts down strong roots. But then this seed isn't protected. And as a result, weeds grow up. And Jesus described these weeds as the cares of the world and the pressures of, 
of this life, the responsibilities of life and the pleasures involved in this life. Now, these things aren't actually wrong, but these are things that grow up and choke the word. And these are, these are believers who have received the word, and the word's in their heart, and it's established in their heart, and they would never deny the word of God. But they've also allowed themselves to become preoccupied with other things, with the pleasures of life, with the worries of life, with the responsibilities of life. And hey, you've got to do your job. You've got to look after your family. You've got to take some time out. Absolutely. But what are you putting first in your life? Are you putting the Word of God first in your life? Are you letting all these other things crowd that out so that you've got very little time left for the Word? Because if that's the case, what's going to happen is, though the Word is in you, all these other things are taking up your energy. It's choking the Word in your life, and the Word does not have enough energy in your heart to produce that fruit that is what you really need. Put the word first, put the kingdom of God first, and all these other things will be added to you. That's what Jesus said you have to do. Keep hearing the word. If that's you, if you've let yourself be distracted and preoccupied with all other good things, and you've ignored the word, the word is being choked in your life and you're not producing the fruit you need to produce. That's why you're not getting answers to prayer, because you've stopped putting the word of God first. So what does Jesus say to you? He that hath ears, let him hear the word. And if you do that, then you'll come, become good soil, you see? And then you will bear 30, 60, 100-fold fruit. That's what Jesus said about the good soil. He says, let me read it to you. The one that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. I want you to notice this person, first of all, hears the word. The word's planted in his heart. And he also has a noble and a good heart. In other words, the word has now put down roots and nothing is going to cause him to let go of the word. He's not going to quit when he's under pressure. He's got a noble and a good heart. And then it says he keeps the word. That means he protects the word. He protects it against these thorns and these weeds that would come in to choke the word. He protects his time with God. He protects the word of God. He keeps the water of the word um, disinfecting his soil from these other things. And he protects his heart. And then it says, he will bring forth fruit with patience. What does it mean to have patience? Patience is to keep doing the same thing, to keep hearing the word, to keep hearing the word every day, every Sunday. Keep hearing the word, and he brings forth much fruit. Praise God. This is just good gardening, isn't it? If you want to bring forth a good, a good flower, what you have to do is make sure that is, seed is planted and then you keep watering it and so that it puts out good, good, strong roots. And once it's put out those strong roots, you need to protect that seed from the weeds and the other things that would rob it of its life. And as you protect it and water it, so it will produce the fruit. The results will come in your life. This is my message to you today. Put the word first. The kingdom of God comes through the word. Receive the word, hear the word, and the word will produce the results for you. In Jesus' name.